Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, A Modern Rendering. Chapter 15 The readers may remember that in Chapter 6, mention was made about the Ramanavami festival in Shirdi, how the festival originated, how in the early years it was difficult to get good singers for kirtan, and how Baba permanently entrusted this function to Daskanu. Now in this chapter, we shall describe the manner in which Daskanu was performing kirtan. Daskanu changes his clothes. Generally, kirtan singers wear elaborate dress. They put on a headdress or turban a long flowing coat with a shirt inside, a cloth on their shoulders, and the usual long dhoti from the waist below. Dressed in this fashion, Dasganu went to bow to Baba. Baba asked, Well, bridegroom, where are you going dressed so beautifully? To perform kirtan, Baba said, why do you want all this paraphernalia, coat and turban and all that before me? Why wear them on the body? Daskanu immediately took them off and placed them at Baba's feet. From that time on, Daskanu never wore these things while singing kirtan. He was always bare from waist up, with a pair of chiplis in his hand and a garden around his neck. This is not the traditional practice by kirtan singers, but this is the best and purest method. The sage Narda, from whom kirtan originated, wore nothing on his trunk and head. He carried a veena in his hand and wandered from place to place, everywhere singing the glory of the Lord. Sugarless Tea in a Pilgrimage to Shirdi Initially, Baba was known in Pune and Ahmednagar districts, but Nana Sahib's personal talks and Daskanu's splendid kirtans spread Baba's fame to Mumbai. In fact, it was Daskanu, may God bless him, who, by his beautiful and outstanding kirtans, made Baba available to so many people there. Audiences who come to kirtans have different tastes. Some like the erudition of the kirtan leader, some like his gestures, some his singing, some his wit and humor, some his dissertation on Vedanta, and some like his stories, and so on. There are very few who by hearing kirtan get faith and devotion or love of God or of the saints. The effect of hearing Daskanu's kirtans on the minds of an audience, however, was electric. 
we give an instance of it here. Dasganu was performing kirtan, singing the glory of Sai Baba in the Kupineshwar temple in Tana. Mr. Chokar, a poor man serving in the civil courts in Tana, was among the audience. He listened to Dasganu's kirtan most attentively and was very moved. There and then he mentally bowed and bowed to Baba. Baba, I am a poor man, unable to support my family. If, by your grace, I pass the departmental examination and get a permanent post, I shall go to Shirdi, fall at your feet, and distribute sugar candy in your name. Mr. Chokar did pass the examination and did get a permanent post. Now it remained for him to fulfill his vow. The sooner the better. Mr. Chokar was a poor man with a large family to support. He could not afford to pay for the expenses of a surety trip. As is well said, one can easily cross over Nane Ghat, but it is very difficult for a poor man to cross over the threshold of his own house. As Mr. Chokar was anxious to fulfill his vow, as early as possible, he resolved to economize, cut down his expenses, and save money. He determined not to use sugar in his diet and began to take his tea without it. After he was able to save some money in this way, he came to Shirdi. He had Baba's darshan, fell at his feet, offered a coconut, and distributed it with a clear conscience along with the sugar candy as per his vow. He told Baba that he was very happy with his darshan and that his desires were fulfilled that day. Mr. Chokar was in the masjid with his host, Babu Sahib Jog. When the host and the guest both got up and were about to leave the masjid, Baba said to Jog, Give him cups of tea, fully saturated with sugar. Hearing these significant words, Mr. Cholkar was moved and wonderstruck. His eyes filled with tears and he fell at Baba's feet again. Jog was curious about this direction to give tea to his guest. Baba wanted to create faith and devotion in Mr. Cholkar's mind. He hinted about the sugar candy, as per Mr. Cholkar's vow, and that he knew full well Mr. Cholkar's secret determination not to use sugar in his diet. Baba said, If you spread your palms with devotion before me, I am immediately with you, day and night. Though my body is physically here, still I know what you do beyond the seven seas. Wherever you go over the wide world, I am with you. My abode is in your heart, and I am within you. Always worship me, who is seated in your heart, as well as in the hearts of all beings. Blessed and fortunate indeed is he who knows me in this way.
What a beautiful and important lesson Baba imparted to Mr. Cholkar. Two lizards reunite in Shirdi. Now we will close this chapter with a story of two little lizards. Once Baba was sitting in the masjid with a devotee sitting in front of him, when a lizard tick-ticked. Out of curiosity, the devotee asked Baba whether this tick-ticking of the lizard signified anything. Was it a good sign or a bad omen? Baba said the lizard was overjoyed as her sister from Aurangabad was coming to see her. The devotee sat silent, not understanding the meaning of Baba's words. Immediately, a gentleman from Aurangabad came on horseback to see Baba. He wanted to proceed further, but his horse would not go as it was hungry. He lifted a bag of grain on his shoulders and dashed it on the ground. A lizard came out from the bag and, in the presence of all, climbed up the wall. Baba asked the devotee who asked about the lizard to notice the well. The lizard went strutting to her sister at once. Both sisters, meeting each other after a long time, kissed, embraced each other, and whirled around and danced with love. Where is Shirdi and where is Aurangabad? How could the man on horseback come from Aurangabad to Shirdi with the lizard? And how should Baba make the prophecy of the meeting of the two sisters? All this is really very wonderful and proves the omniscience, the all-knowing nature of Baba. Whoever respectfully reads this chapter or studies it daily will have all his miseries removed by the grace of the Sadguru, Sai Baba. Pranams to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. You've been listening to a modern rendering of Hamad Pant's The Sri Sai Satcharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, edited and narrated by Monica Penaconda. For more content like this online, please go to divinelineage.org SciFamily.org and PeaceFires.org To learn more about Monica please go to MonicaPinaconda.org <laughs>